Yo, what's happening? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 360 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Yo, I just found out some news today that was so shocking. It was as if I just found out that Mrs. Claus, like Santa Claus's wife, it felt like I felt like I just found out like she's a hoe. It shocked me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was going on this whole time? So, growing up, I'd listen to, like, oldies with my family. And when I say oldies, I mean, like, old, like, funk, old, like, soul. And we listened to music, like, from The Intruders, The Whispers, Jackson 5, Cool in the Gang, Parliament, um, Zap and Roger. Like, these people, right? The OJs. And... I was listening to this song, I believe it's by The Whispers, called Lost and Turned Out, in parentheses called Olivia. And I have listened to the song through my entire life, and I thought the lyrics were like, Old lady of the sea got distracted on her way to a grandmother's house, right? But, yo, I found out that the lyrics to the song are, Olivia the slave got distracted on her way to her grandmother's house. A wolf in lamb's clothing came, blew her mind and changed her ways. And now she's turned out, lost and turned out. Yo, if you miss that, if you don't know what that means, it means that she found a pimp and he turned her out to be a hoe. What the fuck? I'm my entire life. I'm thinking this song is about an old lady who's lost at sea, and turns out it's about a girl who gets tricked out, and that blew my mind. And I'm like driving home on my lunch break, and I'm like singing the lyrics, and then I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like lost and turned out, lost and turned out. I was like, "Yo." I couldn't stop thinking about that. But just a little uh, opener because that just blew my mind. Um, It's a very interesting day. I've been doing this intermittent intermittent fasting, so I haven't been eating till 12 in the afternoon. I feel fantastic, just really dialed in, very focused on my work. And not before I know it's 12 p.m., I'm like, damn, like that was so fast. Like just, just got a good chunk of work done. But today... I go home and I make two sandwiches and I have some turkey, some cheese, with some pickles with some bacon and that fucked me up. When I say fucked me up, I mean it just, my energy went, just fucked me up, right? Energy, it was low and I was still able to focus. Just my emotions were just out of whack. Now, your emotions, excuse me, your emotions and your actions don't necessarily have to be in alignment for productivity. It's great if they are in in, in alignment, but oftentimes when you're getting some deep work done, 
your emotions and your actions are not in line. Your emotions are like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. I want to distract myself. Now, here's the great thing about not having my like Instagram on my phone or anything. My phone is so fucking boring now. It's like boring as hell. I'm like, well, what, what, what am I doing here? So I, I get into this like state every now and then. I'm like, oh, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to do this. And then I just kind of sit there. I'm like, well, this is like fucking boring. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just, the default is just get back to work. But I was, I was feeling low energy and I'm edit I'm editing something right now. And I wanted to keep pushing through. I'm like, let me just get up and go for a walk. So I went for a walk. I went down to deposit my check into the bank. And as I'm walking, I'm like, you know, there's some thoughts in my head that I really just want to get out. Just really want to just brain dump my thoughts. So what I did was I put, I plugged my earphones into my phone and just made it seem like I was talking on the phone, but I wasn't obviously I was just talking to myself and I was explaining things and I wanted to, I actually didn't want to see if I could, but what I did was from the grocery store all the way back to the office, I just spoke and just spoke, 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 just stream of consciousness was just in this flow state, not really just kind of taking it as it goes. And by the time I got back to the office, I felt better. I felt more refreshed. And then I sat back down and I got some more work done and I got a fucking shitload of work done and I feel fantastic for it. And I don't know of a better feeling other than taking action towards living your utmost potential. And I felt like shit. I felt completely out of alignment today. I felt these really negative emotions. I felt this feeling of sadness. But I think what it was is just the food that I have that had just really tanked my energy and put me into this you know, low state. But one thing I'm working on getting a lot better at is whatever state I feel, wherever I'm at, I just accept it. I don't say that this is a bad emotion. When I feel sad or when I feel frustrated or guilty or whatever negative emotion arises at the time, I don't say, I got to stop feeling this. I just go, okay, I'm feeling this. All right, well, this is not a bad thing. We're the ones that label it bad. Just because it's an emotion that's not necessarily a positive emotion doesn't mean that it's a bad emotion. And when you label it as a bad emotion and you resist it, you stay in there longer because you're like, I got to get out of this. I don't like how this feels. And ironically, the way to get out of that is really accepting it and being present with it. But not only just being present with it, but when we have feelings that you know hit us, we have to let that emotion run its course through our body. We have to feel it all the way through. There might be something that, that strikes you and just moves you out of place, you know, spiritually or emotionally, just, mm. and now you're, you got some, like a lot of emotion in your body. You got to fully experience that. You got to just accept it for what it is. Breathe into it. Don't label it. Just be like, I, I got to let this pass. Let it pass. 
And that's okay. It's okay that you're experiencing the emotions that you feel in any given moment. And the way to make it out of it is just accept it. I was doing some yoga today. And we were doing some hard shit. I'm doing like this side plank where I'm on my right arm. My hips are up. And like I have my left arm, you know, facing towards the ceiling. My right arm is shaking. And I had the thought while I'm shaking, like, you know, the the best way to deal with this is to literally just be fully present with it. Don't try to distract myself. But what if I just really brought all of my attention to it and sat with it? And I want you to think how much stronger you would become if you are a person who whatever emotions you feel, you you're just you're able to just be okay with it. That's a strong person. So when you find yourself in that situation, I, I challenge you to breathe in. Don't say this is a negative thing. Just I, I'm experiencing, this is what I'm experiencing and it shall pass. And I'm experiencing this and I'm still going to move forward. It's not going to hold me back. And when you don't let your emotions dictate your actions, that's freedom. Discipline equals freedom. You know why? Because when you have discipline, you have the freedom of choice to make the decision on exactly what you want to do. That's freedom, right? Freedom is being able to do what you want. Freedom is not being able to do what you want. Let's say you want to work. You're like, I want to work. Well, guess what? If you can't get yourself to do it, that's not freedom. You're jailed by your emotions. Does that make sense? Freedom is to be able to be like, I'm going to work. And I'm going to go work. And you actually go work, whether you feel like it or not. That's true freedom because you're doing what you want to do, regardless of your emotions. That's why discipline equals freedom. Because when you have discipline, you're able to do the things you want to do, whether you feel like it or not. So, accept it. Be okay with the discomfort because you don't want to end up like uh, Olivia the slave and get distracted to your grandmother's house. I can't believe that. I can't believe it. It was like I just found out like like Mrs. Claus was getting pimped out. Like, like Mrs. Claus, bro. Like you was getting pimped out under my nose all these years. And I didn't know it, it was like a, I got hit by like a fucking ton of bricks. I was like, oh my God, like it was right in front of me and I was singing it for years. And this whole time, this is about a girl who gets, who gets pimped out. What the fuck? On that note, this is, I've already given the lesson for this. So if you want to literally end it here, you can, but I've been talking to my dad every, every day for maybe three or four weeks now before I go to bed. I'm learning a lot about the hood and how that's a much different life. Crazy shit. So I'm texting my dad. And I'm like, yo, I just found out about Olivia the slave and I didn't know. And, and then my dad's like, yeah, man, that's some real pimp shit. Like that shit happens in the hood for real. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And I asked him, I said, have you ever met a pimp before? And he's like, yeah. And he sends me this interview 
you can actually watch it. It's it's called I think it's called Live Pimp Interview by Bombay B O M B A Y I think, and it's a is a it's actually a whole series of pimps that get interviewed on there. You can look if you want to go have some fun, just watch how pimps communicate and they talk and the the way they think. It's fascinating, but he sent me over an interview and he's like, yeah, I met this guy. And as a matter of fact, we grew up in the same neighborhood. And when that guy went to prison, he was telling like the homies, quote unquote, that the pimp was telling him that he raised my dad while he was on the streets because my dad was homeless at the age of 12 or 13. I think it was 12 though. And, you know, he's, he found community through gangs and here we have this pimp is like, yeah, I, I raised this guy and my dad was, my dad was like sending laughing emojis and stuff, but, um, it's very fascinating shit. He's like, yeah, man, like that, that shit does happen. And you might think it's like, cause for me, it's like so far removed from, from my reality. I'm just like, I guess it happens, but it's like, is that real? Like for real? And then when you when it has weight behind somebody who you know is like, oh no, I've come from that environment. I've met those people. I can I understand. Like he's like, yeah, like girls are getting fucking tricked out like that. And pimps, no fucking joke. And he's he's um my dad has seen some shit, man. Like, you know, that's you know, he's kinda he's kinda jaded by the churches as well, because he's he's known fucking like legit ass fucking pimps running churches like crazy shit he's like man you don't fucking know these people like he, he used that he used to have these conversations with my mom like these people you don't know what the fuck they're doing like the, like these people it was this is crazy because just from his experience like what he's witnessed with um bad people in in the churches and um just homies it's crazy shit crazy crazy shit completely different life completely different you know the gang life and like human nature at its core because it's all based on survival and you really get to see what nasty stuff that humans will really do and what they will resort to and what they have rationalized in their brain as far as okay to help them survive and um humans are fascinating we're fascinating people because put me in a different environment. We're on different people. I've become a different person. And you're the same way. And if you're around that for long enough, it, it'll really it'll really change you permanently. So anyway, um, hey, accept your present emotions. Whatever you feel, don't label it as a bad thing. Just be like, hey, I'm experiencing this. Breathe through it. And uh, you keep moving forward. We keep pushing I highly recommend you take the next couple of days off social media, give your brain a break from that kind of stuff. Don't flood your mind with all these different influences that aren't good for you. You're not filling your brain up with the best. You might see a couple good things on Instagram. Like you might see like a fucking Tom Bilyeu post, or you might see some kind of Derek Moneyberg post, and you're like, that was good. And then Meanwhile, you flood your brain with like 50 other things that are just bullshit that don't fucking matter and you're absorbing it. You don't need to say that. It, it, it takes you away from your life. Again, 
I want you to visualize yourself. Think about yourself in the room that you're in as you look at your phone. Imagine yourself in third person looking over you, like just passively letting your life pass you by as you're just literally just mindlessly scrolling on your phone, convincing yourself that it's okay, I can do this. No, 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 no. It's really not. Like your time is the most precious fucking thing you have. And you're actively wasting the most precious thing you have. It's diminishing. You will never, ever give it back. And you're giving it to something that is going to give you shit fucking returns in your life. Potentially. Some people use it really wisely. And some people are able to really be successful because of it. If you can figure out a way to have a healthy relationship with it, I think that's where you can find a good middle ground. But if it has taken over your life like it did for me, then it would be best to stay off of it for a couple of days. With that being said, leave me a review on Apple. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Peace.